0: Hello, Knowledge Seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the intricate dance of evolution with a summary of The Red Queen by Matt Ridley. This influential work dissects evolutionary strategies and reveals how the silent yet fierce competition for reproduction shapes the natural world. Ridley intricately explains why traits like the extravagant plumage of a peacock and the formidable intelligence of humans are a result of sexual selection rather than mere survival. Matt Ridley, a British journalist, businessman and author with an impressive pedigree in the scientific community, brings his expertise in science journalism to the fore in this book. Having contributed to The Economist, The Times and The Daily Telegraph and serving as an editor for the Best American Science Writing, Ridley's work is well regarded. He is also celebrated for his science centered titles like The Rational Optimist How Prosperity Evolves and The Evolution of Everything How Ideas Emerge. The Red Queen presents a compelling read for students of biology and anthropology eager to deepen their understanding of evolutionary theory. Fans of popular science will appreciate Ridley's engaging storytelling as he charts the influence of sexual dynamics on the natural kingdom. Additionally, it offers an unconventional perspective for those intrigued by the biological underpinnings of mating behavior, even suggesting a scientific context for the complex nature of fidelity and infidelity. Prepare to be enlightened by the subtle yet profound forces that drive the evolution of life on our planet in the Red Queen. The Red Queen, Sex and the Evolution of Human Nature Introduction The Evolutionary Arms Race Understanding the power of sex in nature's grand design Imagine life as an endless race where species sprint alongside one another on the evolutionary track, each scrambling to outpace the extinction that nips at their heels. This is the essence of the Red Queen hypothesis an analogy borrowed from a literary classic that provides a vivid picture of survival in the natural world. Adaptation is not just a choice, it's an imperative for life's continuity. In a thrilling exploration of evolution, we uncover the profound impact of sexual reproduction on the success and survival of species, especially our own. The dance of genes and the nuance of natural selection entwine to shape the traits passed down through generations. This narrative unveils why sexual reproduction is the torchbearer of diversity and resilience in the biological realm. Prepare to delve into the heart of evolution, understanding the advantages that polygamy offers to certain species, how women could potentially benefit from balancing monogamous marriages with clandestine liaisons and the intriguing reason why nature typically favors only two sexes despite the endless possibilities. This journey through evolutionary biology promises to illuminate not just how we came to be, but the complex workings of the living world around us. Part 1. The Paradox of Pleasure Why human love for sex doesn't translate to efficiency. In our world, where sensuality is a subtle, or sometimes not-so-subtle undertone in many facets of daily life, it's evident humans have a deep-seated penchant for sex. Yet, this raises the question, why does sex hold such an esteemed place in human behavior, given its apparent inefficiency? Sex is an evolutionary jackpot for humans. It shuffles genes like a deck of cards, giving rise to unique combinations that can better suit individuals to their environments. This genetic remix is a cornerstone for evolution, facilitating adaptation and increasing a species' chances of survival. The healing power of sex is also notable. It allows a healthier gene from one parent to patch up the defects in another's, akin to making continuous fresh prints from two original documents instead of relying on increasingly flawed copies. But when compared to other methods of reproduction, sex seems almost laborious. Single organisms can replicate without the complexities of courtship and mating. They skip the formalities of finding a partner, instead reproducing swiftly and solo, which from an efficiency standpoint makes a lot more sense. Imagine if humans could reproduce like many plants or simple creatures, splitting, budding, or even sprouting new life from fragments of themselves. It sounds convenient, but such methods don't provide the genetic reshuffling that sex does. Yet, Not all species thrive on change. The coelacanth, a prehistoric fish, stands as testimony having remained virtually unchanged for eons. Moreover, the argument for sex as a genetic repair mechanism isn't bulletproof. Many organisms carry backup genetic material, more than just two sets of copies, and yet the dance of sex continues. This brings us to the conundrum at the heart of human evolution. If other methods are more straightforward, why do we cling to sexual reproduction? Our next revelation uncovers the hidden reasons behind humanity's intimate connection to this process, despite its seemingly counterintuitive nature. Part 2 The Hidden War How Sex Defends Us Against Nature's Invisible Threats. Beneath the surface of our more visible dangers lies a subtle but formidable adversary Parasites. These tiny invaders are not the villains of horror stories. They are real, prolific, and they can have devastating effects on entire species. But what is our best defense against such pervasive threats? The answer might be found in the very act of sex. Although our imaginations might conjure images of fearsome predators as our greatest enemy, parasites are the true silent assassins of the natural world. Their danger lies in their ability to adapt quickly, And target organisms' vulnerabilities with chilling efficiency. When it comes to asexual beings, whose genetic makeup changes little from one generation to the next, these parasites find an easy mark, leading to potential decimation of species. Consider this The reason crops like corn and soy succumb to diseases so easily is because of their genetic uniformity. One virulent parasite can lay waste to an entire field. But humans, thanks to the myriad combinations thrown up by sexual reproduction, stand a much better chance against these microscopic foes. The magic lies in genetic polymorphism, the creation of various versions of genes that give rise to both dominant and hidden traits. This genetic diversity furnishes our immune system with a veritable arsenal of defensive strategies encoded within our DNA, both obvious and latent. It's as if every person is a walking library, with each book containing vital instructions on how to thwart parasitic invasion. Backing this theory is the compelling research by Curtis Lively, who, in the 1980s, found profound evidence of sexuality's influence on resistance to parasites. His study on the top minnow, a fish with the fascinating ability to reproduce both asexually and sexually, highlighted a stark difference in susceptibility. While the cloned fish fell victim to parasites, those produced through sexual reproduction were remarkably resilient. This discovery not only fortifies the case for sexual reproduction as a survival tactic, but it also illuminates the deep seated reasons why sex, despite its inefficiencies, remains crucial to human survival in the face of an unending war against invisible assailants. Part 3 The Birth of Balance How evolutionary forces dictate the gender game. The vast and complex tapestry of life on Earth is filled with intricate mechanisms shaped by evolution, and one of the most fundamental aspects of this is the differentiation of sexes. Have you ever contemplated why the vast majority of species have settled into having just two sexes? The force behind this biological conundrum lies rooted deep within the evolutionary struggle for survival. Imagine the earliest sparks of life where single-celled organisms began diversifying. It was during this primordial contest for existence that the distinct roles of male and female started to crystallize. Organelles, the powerhouses of cells that could pass on DNA only through egg cells, found an evolutionary advantage in promoting the development of distinct females to carry those precious eggs. The phenomena of male killer genes emerged. Which propelled certain organisms to become females, a strategy that enhances the propagation of species. As more females populated the world, the evolutionary landscape beckoned others to take on the male role, focusing on inseminating multiple mates and spreading their genetic legacy far and wide. In this fierce contest, hermaphroditic species, capable of both male and female functions, found themselves outmatched by the efficiency of specialized sexes. Leading to the reign of the two sex system. Fast forward to the present, and evolutionary pressures continue to steer the sex of offspring in animals. Take the case of opossums, where the females can sense when resources are abundant and are hence more likely to produce robust males who will have better success in evasion of predators and continuation of their lineage. The world of baboons reveals another layer to this phenomenon. Here, birth sex is linked to social hierarchy, with female baboons of higher ranks giving birth predominantly to daughters, who will inherit and cement their social standing. Humans, too, are not exempt from this force of nature. Studies such as the one conducted by Valerie Grant in 1966 suggest that dominant personality traits in women may influence the sex of their offspring presumably because those traits could lead to greater success for male children. From the energy factories within our cells to the dynamics of animal societies, it becomes evident that the ebby and flow of evolutionary demands and benefits actively shape the biological destinies of sexes. It's a story of adaptation, competition, and survival. The very essence of life's eternal dance. Part 4. Embracing Differences While Shunning Discrimination The delicate balance of gender dynamics. In a world striving for gender equality, the recognition of differences between men and women often enters contentious territory. Does acknowledging these disparities inherently fuel sexism? Or can we accept innate variations without tipping the scale towards inequity? Biologically, men and women are indeed distinct. Cognitive tests have continually shown variations in performance. Women often excel in verbal tasks and memory for objects, while men have an edge in mathematical reasoning and spatial navigation. These nuances can be traced back to genetics, with men possessing one Y and two X chromosomes showing stronger verbal skills compared to the typical XY male. Likewise, levels of male hormones influence women's spatial abilities. But our understanding deepens when we look at the attempts to bridge these biological divides. Take the Israeli kibbutz whose 20th-century mission to dissolve gender roles ultimately saw a reversion to traditional patterns of domestic women and men focused on business and engineering. The pull of nature, it seemed, was strong. Yet insisting that these differences justify sexist attitudes is a fallacy. The variations within the male brain, for instance, are broader than those between the average male and female brains. Moreover, Societal norms play an undeniable role in molding these distinctions. Gender is as much a social construct as it is a biological one. Throughout human history, our brains have been sculpted by both evolutionary and societal forces. Our ancestors' changing lifestyles impacted not only their physiology but their social structures as well. In modern times, societal decisions such as the provision of child care support have tangible effects on the evolutionary trajectory by influencing birth rates and the dissemination of genetic traits the nuances of gender extend beyond nature's blueprint to the realm of cultural evolution where beliefs and practices shape the gendered experiences of men and women it's within this intricate interplay that society's challenge lies to honor the inherent differences between the genders, while actively combating the prejudices that undermine the pursuit of equality. Part five, strutting their stuff. How male creatures' evolutionary drive leads to showy displays. The animal kingdom is a stage and nowhere is this more apparent than in the dazzling displays put on by males vying for the attentions of the females. But this is no mere performance for pleasure's sake. It's the result of millions of years of evolution, crafting males into impressive embodiments of desirability, all in the name of reproduction. Take the zebra finch, for instance, where males endowed with certain visual cues, like fetching red rings around their legs, gain the admiring glances of female suitors. Traits that become fashionable amongst any species can ensure that genes behind them are handed down, generation after generation. Enter the sexy son hypothesis, a concept envisioned by the biologist Ronald Fisher back in the 1930s. It posits that a female's penchant for certain male attributes, if shared by her contemporaries, increases the likelihood of producing male offspring who will also be popular mates. It's an evolutionary cycle that perpetuates what is deemed attractive, as seen in the peacock with his resplendent tail feathers. Yet, it's not just a matter of fashion. The features that males proudly broadcast often double as indicators of robust health. Evolution has tuned females of many species to seek out partners who appear vigorous, therefore selecting mates that are likely to sire strong and fertile progeny. So, what are the telltale signs of such vitality? Vibrant and proportioned traits often serve as the answer chickens flaunt their vivid combs as a sign of prime health. While the symmetry of a male swallows tail feathers is a testament to his overall fitness. Amot Zahavi, an Israeli scientist, proposed an intriguing twist to this tale with his handicap theory. This idea suggests that males sporting features that are ostentatious, even to the point of being cumbersome, signal their exceptional quality as mates. A peacock's splendid tail may make him more noticeable to predators, but his survival despite this handicap stands as a potent testament to his inherent strengths. This evolutionary pageant of sorts ensures that males continue to polish and perfect their displays. As the curtain rises on each new generation, the legacy of survival becomes intertwined with the art of attraction. Part 6. The Delicate Dance of Mating Strategies weighing the benefits and costs of polygamy. When it comes to love and relationships, most humans lean towards monogamous pairings. However, throughout the animal kingdom, and even within certain human societies, polygamy has long been a strategic play in the evolutionary game. Males engaging in polygamy have the chance to spread their genes far and wide, partnering with numerous females to ensure a proliferation of offspring. This not only heightens the dissemination of what are presumed to be superior genes, but it also provides an opportunity for females to align themselves with the highest quality mate available. Take elephant seals, for example, with their fierce competitions known as leks. Here, the victor earns the right to breed with an assembly of females, promising the transmission of his robust genetics. The preference for polygamy isn't exclusive to males it shifts according to which sex invests less in child-rearing. In the world of the phalarope, it's the males who take up the nurturing role while the females freely pursue multiple partners. But there's a tipping point at which polygamy becomes counterproductive, known as the monogamy threshold. When one male monopolizes too many females, other males are sidelined, bereft of breeding opportunities. Those overlooked males can then increase their reproductive success by becoming monogamous, focusing their efforts on a single partner and the care of the resulting offspring. Species like the albatross offer a glimpse into this dynamic, where females benefit more from the assistance of their mates than from pursuing the genetic lottery of polygamy. While modern legal systems largely discourage polygamy, the question of its evolutionary advantage remains particularly intriguing for women. As we sail further into the nuances of mating systems, we'll discover more about the ebb and flow of reproductive strategies and the complex decisions that face both males and females in the quest to pass on their genes. Part 7. The subtle calculus of mating. Why women might blend monogamy with infidelity. The age-old question of whether monogamy or polygamy serves women better finds no easy answers. But it's clear that the mating choices of women profoundly shape their parental support systems. In the mosaic of human relationships, monogamy holds a unique position, particularly when compared to our closest relatives, the apes. Unlike female apes who either indulge in multiple partners within a group or venture, solo with a single mate, human females often find themselves in monogamous pairings within communal settings. A dedicated partner who is not stretched thin across multiple families, is a valuable asset for raising children, a significant evolutionary advantage. While men may have a notorious penchant for sexual diversity, studies suggest that women generally prioritize long-term fidelity over variety. It's not to say women don't have evolutionary reasons to seek multiple partners, but their reproductive capabilities and interests are shaped differently. For many female apes, for instance, mating with various males is a strategy to shield their offspring from harm, as male apes typically spare children they might have fathered. Yet, even within the confines of monogamous relationships, a dalliance here and there aligns with an evolutionary logic. The dual desire for a steadfast partner and the fittest possible genes can lead females across species to pursue both stable bonds and side affairs. Monogamy, sprinkled with the potential for infidelity, presents an optimal mating strategy. Zoologist Nancy Burley's research demonstrated this idea with zebra finches, where females engage with magnetically attractive males for their superior genetics, while relying on a devoted home partner for parental care. Beyond that, there's an added biological perk to extramarital escapades, a boost in conception chances. It turns out female orgasms can enhance the likelihood of pregnancy. And, curiously enough, these climaxes are more commonly reported during affairs. A study by British zoologists Robin Baker and Mark Bellis in 1980 found that orgasms were surprisingly more frequent in situations of infidelity, indicating an evolutionary underpinning for such encounters. Thus, the complex interplay of monogamy, infidelity, And parental investment weaves together a compelling story, one where women navigate the waters of reproduction with a strategy that blends loyalty with opportunistic genetic gain. Part eight, the allure of the mind, how intelligence became humanity's sexiest trait. Dominating the earth with staggering achievements in arts, sciences and technologies Humans have long transcended the basic survival needs of the animal kingdom. But why do we possess such extraordinary cognitive faculties, and what evolutionary purpose do they really serve? Contrary to what we might expect, the extravagance of human intelligence isn't strictly necessary for survival. In actuality, the human brain, voracious for energy, demands an immense portion of our body's resources, about one-fifth to be exact. So, if pure survival was the goal, our intellectual prowess seems significantly overbuilt. The explanation for our development of such advanced tools and societal structures may not lie only in evolution's push for survival. Our intellectual capacity has exceeded the utilitarian need to craft the spear or the wheel. Chimpanzees and bonobos, armed with significantly smaller brains, manage to manufacture and wield tools effectively. It becomes evident that the majesty of the human mind is intertwined with social dynamics more than mere survival. When humans shifted from competing against the perils of nature to rivaling each other, a new evolutionary race commenced, a race for intelligence. In this social crucible, status and the ability to navigate complex interpersonal terrain became the ultimate currency. Appearances and physical strength took a backseat to cunning and inventiveness. It was the sharp-witted and the creative who rose in desirability, who captivated potential mates not with brute force, but with brilliant displays of intellect. Psychologist Jeffrey Miller shines a light on this phenomenon, suggesting that the neocortex, our brain's latest evolutionary upgrade, is akin to a playground of wit and charm, crafted to entertain and intrigue particularly within the context of romance. Thus, intelligence became the human peacock's tail, a dazzling mental plume flaunted in the subtle dance of sexual selection. The smartest among us found favor in the eyes of mates and through generations, brains, like beauty, became inherently beguiling. In the grand courtship rituals of our species, to be intelligent is to be irresistible. Final summary. The enigmatic force of sex weaves through the very fabric of human history, shaping our societies, our bodies, and our minds. Through the lens of evolution, sex emerges not just as an act of intimacy, but as a vital architect of our civilization's grandeur. Sex has crafted a remarkable mechanism for genetic diversity, ensuring our adaptability and resilience in the face of an ever-changing world. It has stood as our silent guardian against the onslaught of parasites, defending our lineage with the armor of varied genes, and it has propelled us down the path of intellectual magnificence, driving the development of our complex brains as a marker of social prestige and allure. More than mere procreation, sexual attraction is the subtle tune to which humanity has danced throughout the ages, driving evolution forward with every heartbeat. By exploring the myriad ways in which sex influences our existence, we come to understand not just the biology of attraction, but the enduring potency of our species' most fundamental drive. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book,